Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the place where we as leaders grow together and become all that God wants us to become. I thank you so much for tuning in, and wherever you are listening to this podcast, know that we appreciate you so much, and we would love to connect with you. We would love to do that on social media. Make certain that you follow me at Joseph Walker 3. That's Joseph Walker 3. It would mean a lot if you did. And of course, I'd love to hear your story, know where you're from. But also, I'm encouraging you to uh, go to our website, content, have books out there that will bless you, No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution, Leadership and Loneliness, Leader Shifts, a variety of other books that I think that will be good for you. So why don't you do that? Now, follow me, Joseph Walker 3 is my Instagram, and go to josephwalker3.org for our website and content. And uh, if you're interested in having us to come in to speak and to share with your organization, we would love to do that as well. So thank you so very, very much. Now, I want you to share this podcast with others who are blessed. If you're being blessed by taking the link, sharing it with as many people as you can, it would mean a lot to us. Today, we're going to go into a topic I'm really excited about. And uh, it's really about leading without getting lost. I begin to think about this. So many leaders who start out leading and uh, lose their way. And it's so easy sometimes because we can be so consumed with uh, a variety of different things, distractions more specifically. And when we are uh, inundated with a variety of different things, we can kind of get lost and our mission gets lost in it and our original goal gets lost. And so therefore you're just leading and you lose passion, momentum, all of those things, because somewhere along the line, you got lost. So imagine that. The leader is lost, leading people who are following a lost leader. Let's go a little further. I want to give you some principles that I believe can really help. And today, we're going to start out with developing a clear mission statement. Now, we know I've talked about this in previous podcasts, the importance of a mission statement, because that kind of gives clarity to the vision. It gives marching orders. It's very specific about what we're trying to accomplish here. And that becomes the document that keeps us on track. Mission statement is like the map. It is the thing that is static. It doesn't change. It's our mission. It's what we're trying to accomplish. And it's our path forward on how to get there. I think that's so critical, right? That every person should always have a mission statement. Now, you may say, well, don't, don't missions change? And well, watch this. Mission should not change. The methodology can change. One of the most powerful things I've heard said before was to date the method, but marry the mission. In other words, <laughs> be completely committed to the mission. I mean, forever, to death do you part. But the method by which you employ that mission should always change uh, and should always adapt. So I think it's important that uh, you lay the mission out because it's hard to get lost if you're following the mission as a document to keep you grounded and to keep you focused on the actual reason why you began to do what you've done. There are times in which I look back at the mission statement 
and I look at the work that I'm doing and I ask myself, is that continuity? There has to be consistency between what I originally said I was setting out to do and whether or not I'm actually doing it. Jesus does something interesting in, uh, in Matthew, uh, and it's powerful, right? He gives his mission statement. And you think about it, um, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he's anointed me to, to preach the good news to the poor, to set at liberty those who are bound, you know, to open the eyes of the blind. He gives a very clear mission statement and then he begins to do just that. And so we know he never gets off, you know, off point. He never gets off kilter from what he originally decided to do because his mission statement becomes the document that kind of you can look at and say, it, are you doing this and that and that? So the mission statement has to be clear and concise and uh, let's be very, very, very intentional about doing that. Secondly, create a culture of communication. In your organization, you've got to communicate. People get lost. You get lost along the way. You can lose sight of people's emotions. You can lose sight of your team. Uh, you can lose sight of who you're hiring. You don't know people. You don't know what people are going through. One of the worst things that could ever happen, you show up at a staff meeting and you're better to celebrate something and someone has lost a, a loved one that day and, and you don't even recognize it. Nobody's told you because there's no culture of communication or someone's going through a difficult time or someone's had a, a great celebratory moment and nobody recognized it. Or It's important to have your finger on the pulse of the people that you lead. That's why I talked about, you know, you remember, and I put it in leadership and loneliness, how, you know, you really have to lead, you know, from uh, the middle. And I've talked about it in previous podcasts because that's how I'm aware. I communicate. A communication is not unilateral. It must be reciprocal. So I must not only be a communicator in terms of what I say to the people I lead, but I must be a communicator in how I put myself in a position to hear what they are saying to me. So I want you to really process that, think through that, and find out ways in which you can be a better communicator in your organization. And people feel that there's a culture and a climate where we actually talk about these things. We discuss them. We don't harbor these things in our spirit, and, and then we act accordingly. We talk it out, work it out. And I think that's going to be key if you're going to not get lost as a leader. But then number three is making decisions consistent with your values. The decisions that you make means that you're going to have a variety of different choices presented to you. People are going to come to you with partnerships, opportunities, and et cetera. But when you have the mission and it's clear and you truly don't want to get lost in that, you're never going to be moved by things that are not consistent with your values. What are you willing to sacrifice, right? Uh, and one thing you've got to be clear about, I am not going to sacrifice my values on the altar of some monetary gain or some opportunity to be popular or great gain, greater exposure. So your value statement is so important. There are opportunities, for example, we've had to sell property, and uh, but it was who was buying the property that was inconsistent with our values. You have to ask those questions. Who am I doing business with? And what are their values? Because those values will inevitably <laughs> come back on me. So I want to contribute to positivity and uplift versus anything that's going to tear down and divide. And so when you make decisions about partnerships, or you make decisions about, you know, the investments you're going to make, let those be value decisions. Let those be things that you truly, truly have given a lot of thought to and you've just decided 
that I don't move unless I move by my value system. And when your values are high, you have great character, uh, you want to help people, you want to empower, uh, you want to really get people to the next level, then your value system governs those decisions. Here's number four. You have to know when it's time to step away. Any leader of any worth will tell you, there are these moments before I get lost in all of this, I got to step away. Sometimes it can just keep going, the grind, it just never stops. It never stops. The phone is never going to stop ringing. The emails are never going to stop coming. The demand of leadership is sometimes it's so gruesome, it's just overwhelming and you just keep going and going because you feel the need to feel needed. But then there comes a moment you have to realize you have lost yourself in it. Sometimes when you lose yourself in it, you begin to realize that you haven't had a vacation, you haven't had a self-care moment, you haven't done anything and, and therefore you are exhausted, you're almost burnt out. You're a shell of yourself all because no one told you it's okay to step away from this. You got to have a moment where you step away for a few days. One of these I've tried to do, I've done it, literally put in motion is uh, every month, I take two days, I just kind of step away from it all, from my own mental health, from my own personal, you know, you know to, to be in a good place where I'm self-care is to step away. So I don't lose myself in this. I can't lose Joseph in the midst of all of what I'm doing. Joseph is a human being. People put a demand on the other aspects of who I am, but I have to make certain that Joseph is fed, that Joseph is encouraged, that Joseph gets rest. So don't lose you in this, man. Don't lose the fact that you are a husband or you are a wife or you are a parent. Don't lose sight that you are a human being. This is so important. And stepping away allows you to reassess and regroup. It allows you to, to get restored. It, it's, it's just the opportunity for you to take care of you. But number five is I want you to remain open to positive change. This is how I know I'm not lost in this. I'm always looking for new ideas, positive change around me. I'm not resisting outside forces who have the ability to help my organization or my business get better. Sometimes we can be so adverse to outside influence that it harms us. We create a bubble, kind of this bubble in which we live and everything that we do must be recycled within that environment. But sometimes the greatest thoughts and excellence that can be brought to your organization can come from without. So you've got to be open to positive change. You've got to always position yourself to say if if God is allowing this to come my way or if I'm being exposed, how can I then create this kind of model within my organization? So oh, keep your mind open. Don't be closed-minded, but make certain in this season that you wake up every single day saying, you know, I'm open to learning something new. I'm open to seeing something new, going somewhere new, engaging in spaces that are new. And number six, don't allow leaders to lag behind. See, you can't have leaders, your management team or your executive team to lag behind because you've got to make certain there's a cadence in this. You can, you can lose sight. You can get lost in this if the people that you serve, right, your constituents, your customer base, views management negatively and you as the CEO or you as the person who's at the helm 
is not wholly management accountable, now you have discontent among your customer base, which ultimately impacts your bottom line. Let me just tell you something. You got to have a greater demand on management, on your executive team to not lag behind. They've got to be one step ahead of you. They got to be people that are efficient. They got to be people that operate in excellence. Don't let them give you excuses. I spent a lot of time building my team, pouring into them. I'm doing it more often now because I realize that what I'm going after is so big now. What I'm going after is so grueling and demanding that I'm going to need them with all hands on deck. So you have to make certain. Listen to me. You must make certain that you do not allow those that you have poured into and given position to who are stewards of your vision and who are overseeing certain areas of your company or your ministry, et cetera, that these people are operating at full throttle, that they are not laggers. They are not lethargic. They are not left behind. I want to make sure that that's a fact. Let's review what we've learned so far. We're talking about leading without getting lost. We opened up talking about a clear mission statement because that becomes the document that we keep referencing. It becomes the thing that keeps me on point, keeps me going forward, checking things off, saying, I'm still doing this. Are you still doing the things you set out to do originally? The mission never changed. The method may have changed, but we're still accomplishing what we set out to accomplish. And then we're creating a culture of communication. Are you putting yourself in a space where you can truly hear what people are saying, the people that care about you, even the people who may be upset? I want to hear their concerns. I want to make sure people can bring me intel and information that could benefit my organization. I want to make sure I'm, I'm not walking around with my head in the sand as a leader and just showing up oblivious to the joys or even the sorrows of those to whom I serve. It's important that you and I both create a climate of communication. And then we're making decisions that are consistent with our values. Whatever decisions we make, it's going to line up with our value system. have to ask myself, is that consistent? If I partner with this person or this organization, how does that speak to my values? Because whatever their values are, become your values the moment you partner. Number four was you've got to know when to step away. Do you know God can get this work done without you? You may say, but the people need me. What am I going to do? Well, I tell you what, if you die, give it a few months. They would have moved on and replaced you with someone else. That's why you must step away from this. Don't lose yourself in the work. Don't get to a point where your children don't recognize you. Don't get to a point where your spouse doesn't recognize you. Don't lose you in the grind and the hustle of trying to be successful. And you become so successful in your career, but you have flunked horribly in life. So God wants you to have it all, man. A healthy family, a healthy body, and a healthy career. You can have all of that if you learn how to step away sometime. And then remaining open to positive change. Putting yourself in a position where you welcome it. You welcome the advice of others. Positive change. Whatever change occurs, I want it to impact my organization in a positive way. And then not allowing my leaders to lag behind. Putting a greater demand on my leadership. Making sure they understand their role and responsibility in getting this stuff done. This is so important. Because I need leaders around me who get it, 
We're ready to make it happen. But here's number seven, and I love this. It's not how fast you get there. It's that you do get there. Listen to me. (laughs) Don't lose yourself out here running this race, getting ahead of God's plan, trying to compete with other people who've got a jump start. Run your race with patience every day, one step at a time. Make certain you don't get caught up in this this grind and hustle of competitiveness that you lose sight of what's important. Ultimately, the goal is actually getting there. It's not always how fast. It's how safe, how whole. I want you to get there in one piece. Been talking a lot about this. So I just want you to understand The Bible said the race isn't given to the swift nor the battle to the strong, but to those who endure to the end. What you've got to do now more than ever is say, you know what? I may not get there as fast as this person did, but I did get there. I went through the process as necessary. I didn't lose myself in this. Because if you lose yourself in this, once you arrive at it, you'll be nowhere around to enjoy it. I hope you We're blessed. Ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing more I love than pouring into you every single week. And I really hope that you will let me know how this podcast has touched you today. Has it spoken to you? Let me know. Send me a message at Joseph Walker, the number three. That's Joseph Walker three. So that I can have a sense of all that's going to happen in your life. You will not lose yourself. You're going to get through this. You're going to make it. And we're going to thank God for it in the process. Follow me, Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. And also share this with as many people as you can. If it was a blessing to you, you know what? It's going to be a blessing to someone else. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. And I want to thank you for tuning in every week. I look forward to sharing with you next week as we continue to move forward in these podcasts. Thank you. Thank all of you, wherever, wherever you're listening from. Thank you for being connected to Next Level Leader. Until next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3 I look forward to connecting 